good football to all. This is the Shall We Football Podcast. I'm Ryan, my co-host AJ and Colt. We're talking about NFL Conference Championship Week and the weekend that was in the divisional round. Uh, we're schmoozing about divisional week, the conference championship week to come, and anything else that gets us cavelling. I think I'm going to stick with those two adjectives. They're Yiddish. Sure. Does that that mean sweaty? If you can't get context clues, just look it up. Fine. Give me time. Uh, First, a heartfelt and deep apology. Glad I'm the one that has to read this. On behalf of the entire Shall We Football podcast family, Shall We Football Incorporated Limited Company, Shall We Football Cereals, Shall We Football Funeral and Demolition, and Shall We Football Collectible Antacids, we would like to apologize. We have been, due to our own negligence and apathy, pronouncing and leading others to pronounce New York Giants edge rusher O'Shane Zimenez's name incorrectly. Uh, We have tiny bad brains. We would first like to apologize to all of the guests we've had over the years. That would be uh, former President Barack Obama, uh, future President Jimmy Buffett. Uh, Jamiroquai, the band Chumbawamba and others. (laughs) We had them all on. Uh, do not check. Most importantly, we would like to apologize to O'Shane. <clears throat> As a show of our good faith, we'll be putting the hashtag hashtag wear orange on each one of our episode tweets for the rest of the year. Hashtag wear orange helps push National Gun Violence Awareness Day, a cause near and dear to O'Shane Zimenez's heart. Uh, you can check his Twitter at O'Shane Zimenez. That's O'Shane Zimenez uh, for more information on it. Yeah, can you? Yeah, uh, O S H A N E X I M I N E S. And now we shall never speak of this again. Uh, this is how we do things here. Not here to make friends. You can be seeing puns not tolerated. Name calling is required. Do not wait until people are done talking to opine. No rules, just right. Broke back snake house. So, uh, gentlemen, shall we? Shall we proceed to football? Of course. Yeah. Thank God. All right. Divisional week. Uh, we're going to leave, I believe, Giants and Eagles for last. Or do we want to just get that out of the way? Let's get I, it out I of want, the way. I want, no, I want you to explore the space. I feel like we should get the stinker out of the way early and, and really delve into the meat of the conversation after AJ gets back from his urination break. Uh, Colt, AJ did just leave the podcast. Now we can talk about literally anything we want. <laughs> Pops is uh, out of the office. Big Papa Bear is going to drain the main vein. Uh, Let's do a little bit of Giants and Eagles. 38-7 Philadelphia. They were in control the entire game. Uh, And and it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, And it wasn't like eye popping statistical days from anybody on the Eagles. It was just an all around dick kicking. Yeah. Uh, that they gave their division or division rivals. Their first game in week 14 was similar. The Giants could actually score a couple of points at that point. Um, but in the playoffs, it just wasn't even a contest. Nah, like that. The Philly line mashed their own line mashed and defensive had, line. And yeah, <laughs> that's just, who. yeah, they just ground them to dust. <clears throat> Philly had 17 rushing first downs. Um, their third down efficiency was 10 of 14. They ran 69 total plays, 416 total yards, pretty much double what the Giants did on offense per yards. Miles Sanders ran all over him. Jalen Hurts ran all over him. Hell, Kenneth Gainwell ran all over him. Breakout game from Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah, as as a team, the Eagles, they they ran for 268 yards. Just dominant. Just an absolute teeth mashing. (laughs) Yes. Uh, what does this mean for for the Giants? I, I know it was a great story, and they're like 
ahead of schedule as far as their rebuild with Brian Dable, but good God, what a demoralizing yeah. defeat. That's the word. Granted, the Eagles did look the best team in football for the majority of the season. Yeah, they did have a pretty soft schedule. They did. They did. But they're still a damn dominant team regardless. Yeah. A- AJ, we were just talking about your penis. Um, I just want to say oh, Kenneth Gainwell can never go by Kenny G because Kenny G is trademarked by Kenneth Bruce Gorlick, the great sax, the great sax man. Mm, the king of sax, the king of sax. Uh, One tried to challenge name. it and we see how that went. He fell off a cliff with a fury. One Kenneth Galladay. Mm. Yeah, he tried to he tried he to try step. To... He tried to step to Kenny G and he got shut down. I'm yeah, kidding. Kenny G's a hell of a golfer. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles did run 69 total plays, which is very nice. Uh, yeah, no, he was on the high school golf team. Yeah, he's a very good player. Uh, 26 first down, for, first downs for Philly. Uh, Jalen Hurts, not, you know, overly dominant, did what he had to do, and like it, which wasn't a lot. Yeah. Franklin High School in the state of Washington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great, great player. Uh, saxophone and golf. Kenny G. This game reminded me of like a, a, a cat toying with a mouse or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, just that, that very much is what that was. Bullying a small, uh, inferior critter. Yeah, yeah he I, plays I, in the Pebble Beach Pro Am every year too. Well, see, I don't know if um, he played golf at Sharples Junior High School, which is now renamed Kuros Middle School. God damn it! <laughs> uh, he did also attend Whitworth Elementary School. Uh, again, I how cannot, do you guys I, know? All this I stuff? can't confirm if he played golf at Whitworth Elementary. I can't. Generally paired with Bill Murray at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Uh, that's coming up soon on the PGA Tour schedule. Big hop up there. <laughs> Listen, here's what I want to know. Is in this Wikipedia article, it says in addition to his studies <laughs> while in high school, he took private lessons on the sax and the, cl- and the clarinet from Johnny Jessen once a week for a year. Johnny Jessen, if he taught Kenny G how to blow that sax the good way that he does... He doesn't, and this guy doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Is bullshit. It is bullshit. I think we need to track down Johnny Jessen. Are we still talking about the Eagles and the Giants? No, we're done. Okay, we're done. <laughs> that was a yeah. valiant effort, Colt. I know you know you know what? No, no, no. Well, let me ask: Was it problematic for the Giants, or is it prolonging the inevitable conclusion that Dan Jones isn't the answer? Did they or show is... him enough? Like, did, or did he show them enough? I think that... so. Okay, well, we're back. We're, we are fucking back to square one. Bud, I think he's. I don't think so. I think I think he's earned at least one more year to yes, give he him has. to give him viable weapons to see if he can take a next step. Because we saw his. I mean, he wasn't. He was no, significantly better this year. Significantly better. He took mm-hmm. way better care of the ball. Uh, way less turnover. Like he made some strides. I don't think Daniel Jones is elite. I think he's fine. I think he could take another step next year if he has some legitimate receivers like some actual ones and twos not threes fours and fives playing one and two and things like that what about richie james though <laughs> he's he's fine i mean <laughs> he's he's a darling um but i mean from what dayball got out of jones in the offense this year the playoff team i mean it's, yeah. it's pretty remarkable he did fail to get into the jazz band the first time he auditioned really in high school michael jordan of saxophone i'm doing my fucking best to get through it i know i know 
<clears throat> Let's see. This Ooh, game is exactly what we knew it was going to be. Worse than we knew it was going to be. Yeah, no. Um, for I mean, that's I. I think I think we're all on that same page. I'm saying like, are we feeling? I'm feeling. Um, I'm having. I'm experiencing what we call dialectics, right? I'm feeling. I'm. I'm excited for what insulin? the Giants. That's not what that is. That's. I'm excited for the Giants <laughs> that they're both. Um, this season was encouraging for the whole team, right? Also, I do think this is prolonging how long they stay probably right around as effective as they are right now on the field with Daniel Jones. Cause I don't think there's another step to be had. Okay. There may not be. I don't there think is. there's another significant step to be had. Let me put it this way. He I don't think there's an element with his legs that a lot, most people can't. Yeah. And I don't and... think that they're winning a divisional playoff game or maybe even a playoff game period with Daniel Jones, unless they make like a the team Vikings like, again? well, unless it's like, um, well, they're going to be in Philly's shadow for years. Well, unless unless they surround him with like Brock Purdy's um, ensemble. Supporting cash, yeah. 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 And they just don't have that right now. Yeah. I mean, let's say they take JSN in the draft. Speaking the of round. ensemble, he did actually make that jazz band the year after. <laughs> and he earned he earned first chair. Is he a, a, is he a cyclic breather? How do you spell? Is that like with a C, like cyclic? Like cycling, except like he can... He can continuously breathe and blow at the same time. I venture to say yes. Circular breathing. Talent. Does that mean? Is that like when you? Uh, is that like blowing, blowing fat? Like when you take a big rip of your fat rig that you're that you're huffing on to get that nicotine into your into your pores and shit. Is sort that of. is that when you blow like O's out it's best, there? No, it's best rings. Yeah, it's when you blow fucking huge rings, brass, woodwind, and prostitutes. <laughs> um, with global sales totaling more than seventy-five million records, <laughs> Kenny G, one of the best-selling artists of all time, the legend. Okay, can, let's go somewhere else. Okay, yeah. so uh, where do we want to go? Let's do Jacksonville and Kansas City. You don't do much here. I need you to like direct this with some some panache. fervor some panache all right let's go kansas city in jacksonville uh good teams win great teams cover the jaguars with the late backdoor cover with the field goal to cover seven and a half baby let's go <laughs> yeah uh, this i'm super jazzed speaking of kenny g i'm super jazzed for the prospects um of the future Chad in, in, in in duval very that team is in the right direction Yep. They're a lot of fun. They're super young. God, you got to think they got to add weapons. Well, for sure they have to add weapons, but I mean, you talk about like, God, is this a case study in watching what removing one shit coach from a team can do? Yeah. That is only replacing with a good coach. Only if you have a generational quarterback, a generationally good quarterback. Is it though? Are you saying that in order for a team to go from, they fire shit coach and uh, Urban Meyer hire uh, Super Bowl winning coach Doug Peterson. Do you think they do this with Zach Wilson? Nope. No, but I'm, I'm saying like, is this the case study of how badly a coach can hold a team back? Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is I mean, it's <clears throat> unbelievable. The it's, difference. It's incredible. Yep. Well, and it's that like, alone. That's why I was calling for Peterson as um, in the preseason. We we're talking about coach of the year. That was, that was my vote. Yeah, and and I think that's pretty well 
documentary. I, I I would vote for Doug Peterson. Yeah, coach of the year probably. They were they were a good fun football team by the end of the year. Yes, yeah, they were. I I I think that they are the closest thing to what the 49ers bring in terms of what they can do on offense. Like they have a diverse run game. They do, and they just remind me of that. It's probably statistically not comparable, but that's what they remind me of with the versatility and the variety sure. of weapons they have. Jamal Agnew really gets me there. He fucking gets me there, dude. Him, <laughs> and, him and Devontae Smith, God, if they were on the same team, <clears throat> I'd go oh, blind. Boy. Buddy, I'd go blind. <laughs> your palms would be so hairy. Um, oh, my goodness. Condition your palms. Uh, this team is is positioned to be the class of that division for half a decade. Yeah. Totally. With their youth. They could they could enjoy a nice little five year run as AFC South champions. You know what I realized? It was it's 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 a lot of um, Travis Etienne that reminds me of like a I mean tra- Travis Etienne I've said this before is like right now a poor man's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Pro- probably not for long a poor man's version of Christian McCaffrey. Sure, they throw to him more, man. He had three catches in this game with like eighteen yards, but they they like throwing to Hasty lately yeah. towards the end of the season. I mean, Hasty, Hasty has been. He's made plays. Yeah, Yeah, he's made some plays. He's had a couple breakout runs. I mean, again, it's like you throw in. Here's another thing. You throw in what any fucking running back into the Jaguar system, whether it's goddamn James Robinson or Hasty. I mean, Hasty. Talk about a connection there. And Evan Ingram had a phenomenal year. Mm -hmm. Like, I I, do. Do they pay him and keep him? No, we were. I don't think so. Jamal Agnew. I don't think fumble. Or a Harrison Butker face mask that took Jamal Agnew down on a, on a kick return from a tie ball game. Yeah, yeah. With a hobbled Patrick Mahomes. Let's like. You yeah, know. I was gonna say that's the big caveat. Mahomes yeah. was hurt with a hobbled Mahomes. I mean, fuck off, Tra- Chad. Chad Henney led them down on his <laughs> ninety-eight first yards, yeah, maybe on the two yard. Yeah, what it would it would have been a, it would have been quicker maybe with yeah. Chad Henney. No, I mean yes, you're 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 right, but they were. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to take too much away from that victory just because Pat Mahomes was a little hobbled. He was still running. Yeah. Somehow. God bless him. Yeah. I don't well, know how the thing of it too, Kelsey, what do you have? 14 catches in this game, 14 catches one away mm-hmm. from the record. So it, there still doesn't seem to me like a dominant number one receiver for this. It, it's Kelsey, but outside of that, who, who's the guy, you know, like they don't <laughs> have a guy guy. That's does the there thing, need to be like, one at this point. I, I don't think so, but I'm just saying, do you think that's something they may look at going into next year? Oh, I, yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know if they're, I just, I don't know if, I mean, Tony's not playing a lot of snaps for him. He's electric, but you know, they've kind of compartmentalized him as this part-time player, which I don't know. If now, he can, I don't know if he can more. be a full-time player. Well, I mean that, that, that will, you know, we'll break that down further in the off season. And that one, I think yeah. there's a lot of developments to be had with what true, Tony true. is going to do. <clears throat> I know the fan, I mean, the fantasy community obviously is super high on him or was super high on him and is waiting with bated breath as to what, as to what he'll do. <laughs> uh, I'm going to sell him quick on the next hype buzz. I'm, I'm going to cash out, ride that train, Ryan, where, yeah. where, where, where are we going? Uh, the chiefs are going to be playing the Bengals who were in Buffalo and delivered as thorough and ass kicking as you will see on the road in the playoffs. You mean and the Bengals? It could have been worse. The Bengals delivered that ass kicking to the Bills. Yes. Uh, I did not get to watch this one live. Oh, I didn't buddy. either. I watched a lot of the uh, highlights, and it was 
a very one-sided affair. I saw a lot of the a lot of plays made by the Bengals and um Not Joseph, a lot of plays Joseph, made by Joseph, Bills. Yeah. Joseph Holes. Mm. <clears throat> and uh, he was making all kinds of plays. He did seem a little weighed down by his massive wiener though. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't quite as mobile. Yeah. It's like I an can, anchor. Yeah. <clears throat> He's throw huge. that bitch overboard. I'm surprised he wasn't sighted. His huge balls were sort of peeking out of like his um his. Did pant, you see the leg. pregame slow mo of the warm up throw where he like he he let it let a rail route go up the sideline and did a little fucking pirouette. Yeah, that as was, the ball dropped perfectly into his receiver's hands. Crystal as clear. He didn't yeah. look. God damn. Yeah. God, he's the most lovable douchebag in the whole <laughs> existence. I think he's in my top five dudes. I would go gay for. <laughs> Yeah, well, him. I mean, fuck, dude. Like, God. I mean that 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 picture of him in the LSU and smoking yeah. the cigar. Yeah. God damn! I feel like I'm in the. I'm just in the middle of the fucking Pacific Ocean. Just, <laughs> yeah, I think I'd go gay for Joe Burrow. Yeah. So what what all went wrong for the Bills, Ryan? When you were watching this live, it wasn't necessarily so. Josh Allen missed a couple of a couple of balls. Uh, he he had a, a a pretty good opportunity to Stephon Diggs relatively early on a ball that you would generally see Josh Allen connect. He overthrew Stephon Diggs by about a half a yard. Uh, I'm not sure if it would have been a touchdown, but it would have been a it would have been a big pop, uh, and that kind of killed a drive. Uh, he he was off a little bit throughout the game, but. Those teams are playing in weather and the Bengals didn't have any fucking problem. Yeah. And like it, it, the Bengals just went out and they mauled the bills offensive line and their offensive line absolutely mauled the bills defensive front. Jackson Carmen frequent, shall we football listener uh, heard AJ call all of them fucking trash last week. Uh, and they decided to prove to him that they are, they are not <laughs> trash. I am. Um, I am so blown away at how they were able to make this work after we have a full season case study in which Joe Burrow was a full couple seasons, one in which he sustained uh, a uh, season-ending injury, obliterated knee, um, a detonated knee, and then in which he was, I believe, what sacked almost the record? Am I 400 times. So, yeah, he was... (laughs) Yeah, they he was just he was he was running for his life for years with some of these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Just blown away at that. This is like, I don't know. Part of me is thinking he was sacked once. He was sacked once this weekend. Yeah, I saw Matt Milano get him on one that was I mean, he could have just laid. Matt Milano had himself a hell of a day. (laughs) He's busy. He was a busy boy. Uh, He still got killed. Is this one of those things where it's like these are two good teams and one just showed up big time and it's not like everyone needs to go back to the drawing board and reevaluate this or that. Um, I think the bills have some problems. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Now something bills, that I thought we've about been too. talking about the bills offensive line for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. We do not like that. What I'm concerned with is the inability to get pressure and, and do things on the defensive line without Von Miller, because that is not an old defensive line. That is a young Defensive line filled with high draft picks like AJ Epinesa and Greg Rousseau, fucking Ed Oliver. And then they've got it's they should be developing. Yep. Maybe it's a little early, but they I was expecting more from the youth movement they had. They got 
they got absolutely ground to dust. Well, something that I thought about, too, was do you think they played with an even bigger chip on their shoulder based on how the regular season game ended? Now, obviously, all love and grace with DeMar Hamlin, but not saying the Bengals were out on anything to do with that, but just, you know, think about the way the game went down and it was played in Buffalo and they're like, okay, we got something for you, Buffalo. That game was looking very similar to this, to what happened in the playoffs before the DeMar Hamlin thing. Yeah. It was, it was looking like it was trending toward the Bengals putting up a billion points. Because even on the play that DeMar Hamlin got hurt was a 15 yard. But wasn't the game supposed to be a neutral site and it didn't end up being it. That that was tossed around. Okay. Um, and, and the Bills and the Bengals played the same number of games, and the Bills had the better record. That's why it was in Buffalo. <clears throat> okay. Because um, I didn't. The Bengals had won in Cincinnati in in the regular season, then they would have had the home field advantage edge. They felt a, they probably felt a little slighted by that, but right. That's kind of what that I'm it all kind of boiled down is they played the same number of games. The Bills had the better record. Let's go to Buffalo, and it didn't fucking matter. Okay. You could have played that game on Mars and Cincinnati would have beat him by a million. So we think that the Bills need to go back to the drawing board a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I don't yeah. think totally. And it's not a, obviously not a tear down and rebuild, but no, they've, they've got some issues. Even a receiver. I mean, Diggs, one of the top flight receivers in the league. He Gabe Davis pretty, was nowhere. Gabe Davis was nowhere. And Cole Beasley's back on the team. And then they're like, why is he getting so many snaps and targets? Like, yeah. Uh, Gabe Davis was nowhere to be found. Cole Beasley was Cole Beasley. He was fine. Yeah. Um, but outside of Stefan Diggs, they don't have a dude that can step up. Let me, let me ask you this. So we have, um, let's say that the roster construction is similar. This is a hypothetical. Um, they, I don't know, re-sign guys or sign comparable guys to fill holes of guys that left in free agency. And we're left with basically this roster, right? Where would your first round pick go? hypothetically would it go towards wide receiver would it go towards offensive line or would it go towards an edge rusher probably offensive line colt i think i'd agree with that yeah probably a line it's that there those are the three obvious areas of need um their secondary is okay i think they lose jordan foyer but i mean that they're okay their offensive line is there's a reason josh allen had to do everything yeah well they just don't seem to like running the ball anyways they have a moving I think they're grain used to silo. being bad at it. <clears throat> yeah. They have a grain silo that can throw at quarterback. Yeah. So they just let him do that. But Josh Allen wasn't otherworldly post elbow injury either this year. I mean, he, he, he struggled, struggled with, a little bit down the stretch. Yeah. And turnovers too. He had 14 picks. So he was second to uh, our beloved Dak Prescott, um, who only <laughs> played 12 games. Yeah. <laughs> So, AJ, your expectation going into this game for what the Bengals offensive line could potentially look like was very fair and very valid. And they went out and they shut everybody up and they played their dicks off. They played awesome. Joe Burrow had time to throw. He could step up in a clean pocket and and like the, the first touchdown to Jamar Chase. Like it wasn't a super clean pocket, but he had room to step up and find the wide open Jamar Chase for the touchdown. Like it. It was a masterclass in working with what you got. Jackson Carmen played out of his mind good. I think he had one penalty, uh, didn't allow any pressures. He was awesome. Yeah, it's unbelievable not having Kappa, Collins, Jonah Williams. And they played fucking great. Fucking wild. Yeah. And even when Collins and Williams were there, they were playing 
They weren't great. Yeah, they were okay. Yeah, they they. From what I understand, John Williams was was had had an off year, and Lyle Collins looked old. And the young guy stepped which up. is wild. Lyle Collins is only twenty nine and a half. <laughs> God, that yeah. sucks for us. Kudos to them. Okay. Kudos yeah. to them. Uh, moving on, Dallas, San Francisco uh, texted you guys in the first quarter and said this is going to be a fucking rock fight, and it was nineteen to twelve. Uh, 49ers, uh, they move on to play Philadelphia in Philadelphia, city of brotherly love. Uh, what the fuck happened to the Cowboys in this game? San Francisco's defense is real good. I think this game's largely on deck. Yeah. I was going to say the 49ers, as I've previously stated, lead the league in dudes, but um, they are, they are very yeah, I, I don't know if uh, I could disagree with Colt. Yeah. Dak I mean, had, he had two picks. One of them was absolutely on him. The second was kind of fluky and weird, but sort of still only threw in a double coverage. Yeah. And then he had a, a dropped pick six by Dre Greenlaw that would have ended the game. Uh, he just Greenlaw just forgot to catch it. Um, yeah. I mean, Lamb had a big game, but he can't do it all. Like they, they need some more support offensively in the receiver. I haven't stopped laughing about that last play. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's pitiful. Oh, boy. Uh, I, and losing Tony Pollard didn't help either. No. That, no, that was a that was significant. A, that was a blow. big deal. Significant blow. He was on his way to having an okay day, not a wonderful day, but an okay day. <clears throat> but against that front, excellent defense. It's a win. Yeah. yeah, an excellent defense. And without him, when when, and I hate it because he seems like a good dude. When everything is not perfect, Dak Prescott shrinks from the moment. Yeah, uh, and and that's not what you can do for forty million dollars. Oh, so. Uh, We'll get into this later in the offseason, but what do you do? You can't do anything. <laughs> You're stuck. <laughs> well, I, I mean, this is just, <clears throat> in my mind, this is another piece to how they kind of got there is overpaying Zeke Elliott. <clears throat> Things like that. They can cut him now and be okay. They can. Now, they're to the point where they have an out with him, but yeah. it's like that probably cost them at other positions, right? Like, like wide receiver. Exactly. They don't no, have any. We'll trade Cooper for pennies. Yeah, they don't have anybody outside of CeeDee Lamb. You're right nope. about that, Colt. They they have to go out and get weapons. Uh, that defense is still real fun. It is. Mike Parsons is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. He that was guy's, fucking everywhere. He that guy's. I'm I'm really becoming more and more convinced. He's just he's he's an alien person. He's, he, he's a a Sammy Watkins uh, lizard lizard person. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a different cat. Uh, but San Francisco still looks like a machine yeah they are a juggernaut no doubt about it they got stars everywhere and we're saying that and they only scored 19 points yeah this was a nine to nine game going into the fourth quarter <laughs> and purdy he played well i mean he, he, he did he did enough he did, did what he was he, asked he was fine exactly he was pretty good kittle's a monster we all know that george kittle has seen a resurgence since brock yeah. purdy has taken the helm yep mm-hmm I know tight end it's that Iowa always, Iowa State thing, right? Well, Brock Purdy had a really really good tight end in Charlie Kohler at yep. Iowa State. Yeah. So tight end has always been his safety blanket. Yep. Uh, and he happens to have one of the best in football uh, on this 49ers roster as well. So uh, it's it's something familiar to Brock Purdy. Yep. Uh, and and it it's benefited George Kittle mightily. I'm kind of shocked that. Uh... Maher made a couple of field goals in this game, man. That hey, first, that, uh, that extra first extra point. point was blocked. 
It would oh, have been God. it would have been 60 yards left if oh. it wasn't blocked. It yeah. wasn't even close. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> I love that guy though. Going out there and giving it his best swing. Your, your next swing's your best swing. Yep. Throwing it out, banging it home. Hit a bomb his first field goal, 22 whole yards. <laughs> <laughs> and right. you know, the Ray Ray McLeod fumble made things a little closer. Yeah, it did. It, at, it, at that point in time. The Cowboys had their opportunities, and every time they were presented with an opportunity, they just shit all over themselves. Yep. Their clock management down down toward the end of the game was unbelievably bad. Dalton yeah. Schultz made some just just not present plays. Yep. The 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 sideline ball that he didn't decide just decided that one foot was good enough, uh, and then not turning back up the field and going out of bounds, going forward, at least making an effort to go forward and yep. kept the clock rolling. <clears throat> and then the way that they just lackadaisically trotted out their punt unit yeah, and wasted 25 seconds like boneheaded bullshit, poorly coached bullshit. Mike McCarthy's going to be fine, though. <laughs> I'm sure he will be. <laughs> I'm sure he will be. He'll be fine. God. Yeah, they're not going to fire him. Well, All right. I think that's enough for uh, the divisional round. Time for a dramatic advertisement reading from the comfort of AJ's closet. We'll be back with championship game previews in a sec. Mm, those were some suggestive hand movements. You were Nobody talking. knows what you're talking about. Oh, uh, conference championship week. We have 49ers at Philadelphia. Eagles favored by two and a half. And then Bengals at Kansas City. Bengals favored by a point and a half on the road. Can you guys believe, well, I guess with Mahomes, with the Mahomes ankle situation, that makes a little bit of sense. Uh, yeah. where, where do you want to, let, let's start with the early game. That's going to be 49ers and Eagles uh, at the link. Line is set at 46, Philly by two and a half. I'm not sure that's enough points. From what I saw from the Eagles defense, I'm not sure that's enough. I'm so fucking jazzed for these. I just want to say so good. I'm so fucking Kenny G high school jazz oh, for this for this weekend. He played with Aretha, Aretha Franklin and Patty LaBelle. Fuck off. That's um, that's amazing. Right. I love that. I also am very excited for this weekend. Uh, I think we got the four. Best, I think we literally got the four best teams in foosball. Yeah, I agree. The, the, the four best right now are playing yeah. right now. Yeah. It's great that there wasn't some like odd attrition where, you know, we see we see the the, the Ravens, Giants snuck the, in. Or... Well, we see the Ravens sneak in Sands, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Something, you know, along no those thanks. lines. This no is, so the, they so never what got you're talking the about league. there, though, what you're talking about there is kind of what we saw from the Bengals last year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like they had yes. the Titans and then they had another one that wasn't all that good. And then they snuck into, into Kansas city after the bills couldn't stop the chiefs for 13 seconds and then lost in overtime. And then the Bengals beat the chiefs and then went to the fucking super bowl. But now the Bengals have established themselves as they belong here. Yeah, I know. They absolutely belong here. <laughs> God, what, what they, what they did, what they did in that bills game along the offensive line is just incredible. Can Gosh, they, can they repeat that? This is a different dude. Buddy, if they, if they fucking repeat that, I don't really, I don't, I don't care if Pat Mahomes him. is playing or not. I, I don't think the chiefs can stop them. If they can keep Chris Jones at bay, that's the only dude you really got to worry about. Frank Clark's really good, but if you can keep Chris Jones from mauling Joe Burrow, the Bengals are going to win this football game. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, 
I'd go there. Well, the thing is, like they they were able to establish the ground game in a major fucking way. Yes, they did. Joe Mixon had 105 yards. Yeah, it's a ma- they established it in a major way. I think so. I don't think it's just as simple as protecting Joe Burrow. Um, I don't know. You know what? Like I was gonna say, the threshold by which they um, beat the Bills was so great that like if you took out the fact that they could run the ball they would still it would be close and they could still win sure if they couldn't run the ball in the game against the bills it would still be close and they would still be right there with a chance to win it the fact they could run the ball is why they spanked them yeah if they couldn't run the ball joe burrow would have had 342 yards instead of 242 yards yeah because they would realize and they'll just give it to Joe Burrow and let him throw it to their playmaker. It, think about think about the 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 position groups. Where is Kansas City significantly better than the Bengals? Offensive line, I think. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tight end. Nowhere else, right? So that sounds right to me. Yeah. I mean, are you talking you're talking about the defense as well? Correct. Uh I mean, I, I think Chris Chris Jones is probably I don't know, you know, you had uh, Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson. Yeah. Um, I think it evens itself out. Yeah, maybe the yeah, with, D, with DJ reader. Good. Yeah. Uh, the, so the, th- I mean, I, I think having a guy like a, you know, a sort of a transcendent player in terms of ability, like Chris Jones sure. can at times maximize the fact that they're, or, um, like, uh, uh he, it can, he can maximize the effect he has. Sure. DJ reader is a dog though. For sure. DJ reader is a dog. Yeah. DJ know, reader man. can ball. Um, even Patrick Mahomes healthy, he's better than Joe Burrow, but he's not that much better. I don't think. Oh man, that is uh, that's bold. That's tough. I don't think he's that much better. I think he's better, but I don't think it's head and shoulders. I think it's just he's a little better. I can get down with that. Yeah, yeah. Bold, bold. I mean, running, I love I love backs, Joe Burrow. Running backs, the Bengals have better backs. Yeah, the Bengals have better receivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they have, they have an arsenal. Uh, looking at, I'm looking at PFF stats here. Joe Burrow, uh, passer rating under pressure, 89.7 Mahomes, 75.5. So, I mean, Burrow has been playing under duress most of the whole year. Well, yeah, that's because and, his dick keeps him safe. Exactly. Exactly. But he's, giant cock. he's got that fucking clutch factor, man. Like Mahomes has that too, but Burrow is so clutch. Would you he, call it the Holy Richard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love, yeah, we can go there. <laughs> yes, yes, we can do that. Okay. <clears throat> Joe right. Burrow and his Holy Richard. <laughs> oh, Does he man. wear a little Pope hat? <laughs> Pope and Burrow, I, the 14th. Am I remembering correctly that Cincinnati has won the last three previous meetings? Uh, Joe Burrow's 3 and 0 against Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. Fuck. Okay. Off. Yep. That's amazing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was three. Man. Yeah, I, I'm going Bengals here, man. Me too. It, regardless if Mahomes is 100 percent or not, I, I think Bengals are. Yeah, he will not be 100. No. percent At what point, though? Like, at what point does does that become an issue? Because he came back in the second half and was still Patrick Mahomes. High ankle sprains are weird. I've never personally uh, had one, but they're weird. I've heard it, it's gonna it's gonna affect him without yeah. question. He's and it's had... on his back foot too. It's on his plant foot. He's had like he was running on a lot of adrenaline. Yeah, it's this is yeah he was running on a ton of adrenaline. It I got to tell it, you, it's going to be a different feel. 
I got to tell you, boys, I, I, I rolled my ankle and fell down a hill last week. It was, <laughs> it was stiff the next day on the 18th oh, hole man. Falls Village in Durham. Oh, man. In front of God and everyone and all the construction <laughs> workers working on the houses. Down oh, on the big tree man. Hard. Sorry, buddy. It was stiff for God, a couple I, days. I think, I, think I'm, I think I'm Bengals here. I think so, too. Yeah. I think I'm Bengals. Easy, easy for me. I just think that team is so fun. Me too. As as great as Mahomes is and as fun as he is to watch, I think the Bengals are a better football team. Yeah, I agree. Mm, yeah, I what 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 the Bengals did last week is so baffling that um I'm gonna ride with it. Yeah. What what that offensive line did was absolutely incredible. Um yeah, I, I, think, I think you're right though. I think Chris Jones is the key to this game. Yep. If if Chris Jones gets loose, it's going to be a long day for the Bengals. Yep. But if they can keep, if I mean they're going to double him every play. If they can keep him at bay, they have a really good chance. A really good chance. And Joe Burrow is a all right. Uh, so that leaves us 49ers at Philadelphia. Uh, the last time Jalen Hurts played Brock Purdy was in 2019. Oklahoma against Iowa State. Those Sooners won 42 to 41. Hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> rock Purdy had five touchdown passes jalen hurts accounted for five himself uh Purdy also had a rushing so he kind of for six touchdowns for iowa state those cyclones damn um i'm going uh i'm gonna go eagles and it's because of the their ability to bring pressure for one yep um it's comparable and actually statistically greater than what the cowboys can do um Purdy was still able to make some plays. So on top of that, I think this is Jalen Hurts, um, his first big moment, big moment of what could be two. Did I hear that uh, correctly, that the Eagles pressure rate is lower than the Cowboys, but their sack rate is higher? Uh, Their pressure rate is lower um, and their I don't know about their sack rate. I think I think I heard on a podcast today, another podcast today, their sack rate is higher. That is that um, is correct. So eleven point two percent to the Cowboys eight point nine, which is actually um, fairly significant. Fairly well. I mean, it's 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 the next is the Patriots at eight point three. So it's uh, the Eagles were far and away the most effective uh, at getting the quarterback. So that on the is, ground, that is indicative of an excellent secondary. Because not only are you right, are you hurrying the quarterback? There is nowhere for him to throw the ball. Darius Slay is all the way back. Yep, that that secondary is real good, mm-hmm. uh, and they're going to have to be real good to contain George Kittle and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Ayuk may be the X factor in this game. Yeah, yeah, I um, I think the difference in this is that Jalen Hurts, not to say Brock Purdy isn't a leader. I think this will come down to Jalen Hurts. And his will, like his will to win, hey, because yeah. these teams are both supremely talented. Yep. Um, and I'm just going to call like the the offensive skill kind of a wash. I do think the 49ers have a better skill position players, but it's not it's not crazy. No, it's there's not a big differential. Right. No, I would say it's pretty clearly 49ers, but the Eagles have plenty of stuff. The defenses have studs. Um, the statistically the 49ers defense is a little bit better in in a lot of categories including pressure rate and anyway like i i think 
maybe it just comes down to which quarterback can get it done in crunch time. Yeah. That's kind of the overarching theme for me here is this just feels like the ultimate Jalen hurts crescendo moment versus versus Mm -hmm. the, the the magic kind of running out on Brock Purdy. Yeah. I actually think Brock Purdy is going to play well. I think he'll play well, but I I, I think, I think they've just met their match and hurts is that dude. And it's (laughs) God. I'm so fucking jazzed. For the people of Philadelphia Jaylen don't Hurts. deserve World Series and Super Bowl wins. <laughs> no, nope. in the same year. <laughs> I am, I don't. am, an, I am a Jalen Hurts <clears throat> fan, and I actually think that I am a Philadelphia Eagles fan right now. They're they're really fun to watch. I yeah. want to see them. I want this to be a Bengals Eagles affair. I wouldn't be upset if it was a Bengals 49ers affair. I'm just not really into watching Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl again. Not really feeling it. I would love to see Joe Burrow ride out on top here, but yeah, God, I want to see Jalen Hurts get his. And yeah, I would rather if, if I, when I see Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl again, I want him to be a hundred percent. Yep. And yeah. with with what's going on with his legs, I don't think he will be a hundred percent, even given uh, the extra two weeks after this game, because high ankle sprains are what six week injuries generally, yeah. and his was a it looked pretty bad. It yes, looked pretty it, bad. it did. It did. I mean, it was the kind of injury you look at and you're like, ah, uh, it could be a number of things. Like that could that. be a number yeah. of things, including hopefully a high ankle sprain. Could. Yeah. Yeah. The high ankle sprain was the least, the least of the evils. Yeah. It could yeah. have been a hip, could have been a knee and it, it, nothing was broken. Just a high ankle sprain. It'll be interesting to see how mobile he is uh, on Sunday. God, I'm it, thinking these- if that happened to me, like how many bones I would break. By the way, I had the injury. How many that, bones uh, are in my legs? I had the injury that Tony Pollard has. The uh, fibula. Really? Yeah, he fractured it. Correct. He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. If it was a spiral fracture, I've had that before. He he is requiring surgery to fix it. That one I didn't. I did not have to have that. It may be yeah. a little more in uh, intrusive than a spiral fracture. Well, also, I, I did. I did it. In all fairness, I did it. Uh, wrestling on my 21st birthday in a blackout that he did it on the field against the <laughs> and you know his surgery is probably just to hasten his recovery why well, well, i mean at this point why would you hasten it he's in a he's a free agent yeah i think you gotta <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> yeah i mean god we just talked about them making a mistake and paying zeke elliott i mean he's he not gonna demand agent. he's not gonna demand that much no um for sure, but I mean, uh, he's going to have a weird free agency. Yeah, I think it would ir- be irresponsible not to pick the Eagles in this game. I agree. I'm going uh, Bengals Eagles all day. I'm going to pick the 49ers. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think their defense is something special. Fred Warner. God. Fred Warner. Yeah. Is that motherfucker? He is. And then beside you know Kinlaw, Greenlaw, Al Shair. I mean. Not even talking about Bosa and Armstead. And I mean, yeah. Fred Warner's that, amazing. That's a tough front seven. And yeah, Fred Warner is. He ran mania. step for step with CD Lamb. Yeah, <laughs> I need I need to correct that. The 49ers have risen to be very clearly the statistically superior defense in just about every category. Yeah. yeah. Give me the Niners. I want I, I, I want Jalen Hurts to win. I think the Niners will. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that, nor would I be surprised by it. I was just going to mention what we talked about uh, earlier before we started recording that it's pretty safely Brock Purdy's team now. Yeah. 
I would have to think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I obviously through the postseason, but I would have to think going forward. I mean, this is going to be a huge conversation piece throughout the off season. Sure. But yeah. I, yeah. If, if I'm, just, if I'm staking my claim right now, I'm with you. Um, wow. Uh, God, I think with that arbitrarily, I'm going to have to give the McCorkle award for the evening to Colts finger. No way. Congratulations. Tonight's winner wow. of the McCorkle award. It's Colts finger. Hell uh, yeah, dude. He, he broke it or uh, mangled it. Uh, he, it was, it. he tore, he torqued it. Um, he torqued his finger. <laughs> He torqued it and porked it, jorked it, yorked it, like that yorked it right out of there. And he's still got a piece of metal in the doctor's work. Yeah. I guess kind of like, <laughs> sorry, dude. Yeah, this did happen in a football activity. I did Ooh, make a that's catch. Right. Yeah, it was uh, about a 30 yard bomb. I kind of lost it in the sun. I uh, was adjusting and it came down right on my fucking digit. Made the catch, though. S- made the catch. I did. I bobbled it. Secured I caught it. Ball I dropped it. And the then ground. I thought, oh, God, what happened? <laughs> Secured Damn. the ball through the ground. I did. Completed the process of the catch. Yep. More than Jamar Chase can say. Uh, it was the most expensive catch I've ever made. Coming in at about two grand right now. Dope. Fuck right off. Cole, which finger is it? Right middle. Right there. Uh, oh, that's God. Hurtful, that's, that's, the, that's the money finger. Yeah. Uh, last week's winner was Dave Cruz. But this week we honor Colt's finger. Let's get another round of applause in there. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks for listening to the Shawnee Football Podcast. Please subscribe to our deliciously basted, freshly shorn podcast on any platform, Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. Leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SWF underscore podcast. That's at SWF underscore podcast. Listeners, take a second, retweet new episodes on Thursday mornings, and don't forget to get some historic Longhorn action in the alumni baseball game on February 4th in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm.